0: Hey y'all, hope you guys are having a very good Friday. Um, this is our Talking Smack, um, this is the Patreon version of Talking Smack, so you guys are only going to be able to listen to this, obviously, if you're in the $1 or above tier. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying your Friday right now, it's 11am in, um, legal, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. Um, so... I don't know how long this one will be. I don't think it'll be too, too long. But it's been something I've been wanting to talk about, and it's been something that's been on my mind for some time. Um, as I've, as I've talked about on this podcast multiple times, I'm pretty sec, I'm pretty pro Second Amendment. You know, I don't have a problem with you owning a firearm for for sport. You know, for hunting for protecting your family and your property and and whatnot i don't care as long as you're not hurting anyone you know unjustly that's 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 all that matters to me you know you know if mr sativa were a parent and had a house which i don't think will happen in my lifetime (laughs) but if, if i was i mean i i it'd be safe to say i would i might own a gun or two like I have nothing against it. I've gone. I've gone. Sh- I've gone. I've gone shooting guns before, and I enjoyed it. You know, I don't have anything against you know the Second Amendment as a whole, but um, a lot of times, you know, like we know when, when, when marijuana and medical marijuana, the, getting a medical marijuana card in most cases endangers your chances of, of, of having your Second Amendment rights because the federal government still deems marijuana as a schedule one narcotic and on the atf form that you have to fill out to get a gun a lot of the time you know um they ask if you are a unlawful user user of marijuana even if you live in a legal um, medical or adult use state like it's specifically on that forum so a lot of people are like oh i'm not going to I'm I'm not going to get a medical marijuana card because I'm going to lose my gun rights or whatever. I'm not going to or I've been suffering for months, years, decades, and I've been using pharmaceuticals that haven't really been working you know and i'm not living a very very good quality of life because my 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 pharmaceuticals make me into a zombie they don't relieve my pain they don't relieve my ptsd they don't relieve my anxiety they don't relieve my depression heck they they bring about side effects that you know make things make other things a lot worse but you have a lot of people who are like oh my god um i can't i'm not i i, I can't get a gun or I'm not going to get this medical marijuana card because owning a gun is so important to me that that I'm going to that I'm I rather have my firearm and my gun arsenal than protect my health. And my my question is what's the point of having a gun arsenal to protect you yourself, your loved ones if you are a zombie? If you are a zombie with a gun, what good are you to your family? What good are you to your loved ones when you're a zombie and you know you're not in your full capacity and you're suffering from this debilitating thing like if you like let's say you have ptsd and you're having nightmares all the time and you're always agitated or whatever or you're always you know you're always depressed or you you know you can't give your full attention to your daughter or son like what good are you as a parent you know if you know you're taking these pharmaceuticals they're not doing the job for you and you know um, you're you know you're just like oh I, I better do these pharmaceuticals so I can continue owning owning a firearm so I can continue having my uh, Winchester gun or my AR-15 or my um, my Remington or whatever. Like what 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 good is is having a gun collection to protect invaders or whatever? What good is that if you're not if your quality of life sucks and is shit, what good is that? What does that do for you? You know, it's, I mean, it's, and I liken this to like being an adult, you know, as an adult, we have to pay rent, we have to pay a mortgage, we have to pay health insurance, you know, we have to save for retirement, you know, um, you know, you have to, you you have to balance your budget so you can afford the basic needs I just described. You know would it be responsible to 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 put a a, would it be responsible to take 500 600 dollars of your money of your paycheck to to buy a 4k tv when it's the end of the month and rent is due and you don't have extra saved up to be able to make the rent no, that's an irresponsible decision because you're going to make yourself home. You're going to have the 4K TV, but your landlord, because we live in capitalism and because, you know, everything's money, your landlord is going to kick you out. You're going to get evicted for not paying your rent. Okay, how how, how responsible are you for just meeting your, your wants when your needs are not being met? You know, what, what kind of, how much better are you? For getting the 4K TV, now that you're on the street, and now that you, your landlord put all your all all your your um, possessions on, on on the street corner because you didn't pay the rent and you didn't you couldn't afford the rent, what good are you? Really, what what good are you? What good what good is having that 4K TV? What good is having your gun collection if you're having PTSD nightmares all the time? What good is having your gun collection. If you're in chronic pain all the time, you get home from work, you you fall asleep, and you can't chill with your children because you're so drained from your illness. What what go, what good is not being on that quote unquote government list if you don't really have a quality of life? You know, you're just you're you're just living, you're just you're just working to live, and you're just working to survive and you're just a zombie you're not really present for your loved ones and for the people around you what what good is that what good are you doing for yourself what good are you doing for your kids you know and when i see all these people like oh my god i i you know i'll I'll use medical marijuana but i'll I'll wait until it's it's adult use so i can just go to the store and i don't have to be in the government list again i get the i get the I get the need for people to want to preserve their privacy. I understand it. But I think in my honest opinion, health, your health is your number one asset. It's the number one thing you've got going for you. You know, it's that saying, at least I've got my health. Like whenever bad things happen to you or, you know, you see you you meet a financial setback or, you know, you don't get the promotion or... You get rejected by, by a, a man or a woman or whatever, or non binary partner, or whatever, you know, it, is that saying, oh, at least I have my health? If you don't have your health and you have guns and, you know, you're on a government list or you work this government job that doesn't allow you to use medical marijuana, do you really have your health? You have your money, you have all the material trappings that you feel you should have, but you don't really got your health, you don't really got your well being in order. You know i mean when i first got my medical marijuana card i had to wrestle with this issue you know it was a very very i had to mull this over for two weeks you know i was i was very just i was very conflicted when i knew about this whole gun issue and how you couldn't own guns if you were a medical marijuana patient it wasn't an easy decision for me to make but you know i as an adult and as any adult I know that life isn't fair and that sometimes you have to eat your vegetables because if you just eat meat all the time, you're going to, you're going to clog your arteries and you're going to get a heart attack. You got to eat your vegetables. You got to eat your fruits. You have to get your essential nutrients and vitamins. You can't just eat the same thing over and over again like a picky little kid. You know, that's that's part of being a grown adult. It's making decisions. You don't want, it's making decisions that are tough, but that got to get made. You know, if you're if you're the type of person that's like, oh, well, you know, my me owning a firearm is way more important than getting a medical marijuana card and potentially curing and controlling my ailment, then, you know, you don't care about your health that much. I'm sorry. You know, you're you're not making a, a adult decision in this moment. Now, I'm not one to tell people how to go and live their lives, but again, like if you If if you're suffering from a health issue for several years and there's a clear and easy pathway towards, you know, treating that illness, but you choose not to take it, it leads me to believe you didn't want to. It leads me to believe that your health isn't really your priority and that other things, whether it's money, whether it's the cushy job, whether it's the five bedroom house in the suburbs that the cushy job provides that that piss tests you all the time. Um, whether it's, you know, owning your firearm and going to the gun range with your buddies, and that's something you just don't want to give up. Or you, you feel, you're, you're going to feel, oh, I'm, I'm going to be vulnerable or whatever to invaders or whatever, or, or what have you. Again, you're not making an adult decision at the moment. If you, if again, if you have a, 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 a illness that's so crippling that if left unmanaged properly that it can kill you what was the point in holding off and getting a medical marijuana card if if you're dead like what, what what was the point of doing that what was the point of that exercise and then another thing i sort of want to add to this before sort of closing this off is like I feel like there's like a free rider program in this sort of canvas movement. I feel like there's like a congeon of people that are kind of on the fence about getting marijuana to treat pain and to treat illnesses, but because they work a government job, because they work a job they're piss tested, or they work a job that, oh, if I'm on a government list or I have a card, I'm gonna get fired. But then they're waiting for adult use to be legal so they can just walk to the store they don't have to be on the list no one has to know they're doing it or yada yada they can protect their privacy against a tyrannical government quote unquote some the the the, the tired libertarian argument it's like again it's like like in that case you're just again you don't want your health badly enough and you're just being a free rider oh you're you know Medical patients, most medical patients had to mull over their decision to become a medical marijuana patient. They knew that they would have to make sacrifices to sort of have this privilege. They knew that there would be things that would be off the table or things that they would no longer get to have anymore. But the benefits would outweigh the, the drawbacks. And most people who get their card know this and they do it anyway you know and then you have it become recreationally legal and if you live in one of the 11 recreational states and you have all these people that didn't get the card because of the reasons i just listed they're going to these dispensaries that you know and then you know when disp- when a medical marijuana dispensary decides to serve both medical marijuana and adult use patients what ends up happening is, as 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 has happened in my state in massachusetts Is that the stock for medical, the stock and the availability for medical patients gets impacted. And um, medical patients, the people who actually made the sacrifice, gave up their gun rights, gave up, you know, some some job opportunities or what have you. Or um, made a lot of other sacrifices and faced a lot of other stigmas. They put their neck on the line and and they, they sucked it up and did it. And made the hard adult decision to treat their health and to, and to look out for their health and well-being before anything else. Those people take a backseat to the free riders who just waited for adult use to be legal so they didn't have to take the risk. So it's like us medical patients have to take these risks and have to make these sacrifices. Yet... Someone who's adult user who's like, oh, I'll just wait till it's adult use or I'll just buy D-Crim or my stays a a D-Crim stay. So I'll just buy it under the table so I can have my cake and eat it too. So the, you have these people that have the cake and eat it too, uh, recreational rolls around. They take the stock from the people, from the medical patients who actually need it as a medicine. who actually made a sacrifice to have this as medicine and to get the card. And then you have them taking from the medical marijuana patients who actually need it, not just the guy who, who um, I mean, again, all, all use is medical use. So, again, like, like a, lot of art, a lot of articles that point out that most recreational users fall into this category, where they don't want to be on a list, they, they, want, they want to use marijuana for the medical purposes, so they go to the adult use dispensary. But then this leaves the medical patients in the dust because the, the the supply dwindles as stores sell both. And medical patients get put to the side. So the actual people who made the sacrifice, who made the tough decision, who shoved the broccoli and Brussels sprouts down their throats, they're the ones suffering. And I don't think that's right, you know. I don't think it's right you have to give up your Second Amendment rights. But at the same time, I do think there should be medical... I do think medical patients should get special perks for making that sacrifice. I do. I do think they should get special. They should get. They should have a lot of stock available for them. So when a a dispensary decides to serve both pie and tell, the medical patients get everything they need. They get. They get the strains they need. They get the concentrates they need. They get the edibles and the edible dosages they need. They get all that they need. They get the individualized attention they need. They don't have to go, they don't have to, they don't have to worry about parking being a pain in the butt because, oh, this medical dispensary opened up to adult use, you know, they don't have to worry about that, you know. I really do feel that when you go adult use, you have to, you still have to keep protections for medical marijuana patients very, very strong, you know, just, just, just based off the fact that these people sacrifice something. To, to, to help their well-being, and, and, and overcame stigma to have their well-being. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I don't have too much more to add to this other than, you know, um, it's just... Adulting is hard. It's hard you have to make decisions you don't want to make and you have to make sacrifices you don't want to make you have to shove down your brussels sprouts no matter how bitter no matter how badly they make your pee smell you gotta do it so you can live a long and healthy life if you don't want to live a long and healthy life okay that's fine you're free to make that personal decision but don't whine don't whine to me when don't whine to me when you know your health sucks and you know you're like oh well I'm not going to get the medical card because I have to give up my firearms. I I don't have sympathy for you in that situation. I really don't, you know? If you don't value your health and you're almost dying and you're a zombie and you're stubbornly clinging to being a zombie because you want to keep your guns, I think that's a very stupid reason and you're not really being an adult in that situation. So I, again, that's all I really have to say about this issue. This is something I've been thinking about for quite some time. Again, I'm still very Second Amendment. I mean, I I would say that most I would say most right wingers and most libertarians would call me a gun grabber, but then most progressives would call me a right winger and a and a reactionary when it comes to guns. Like, I can't please anyone with my position. But I digress. Um, I hope you have a good uh, Friday, and as always, stay medicated, my friends, and peace.